So he he's very good at kind of sensing what's going on out there and mm-hmm. then writing about it in a way that's that's really you can't put his books down. They're ju- they're just amazing. Welcome back to another episode of Sterling Municipal Library's podcast, All Booked, where we talk to you about books we'd like to recommend. And Lou is joining us today to talk about a book that I think you're going to be featuring in one of your book clubs. Yes. Is that correct? That's All correct. Right. How about you tell us the title? The title is Two Degrees. The author is Alan Gratz. So if it's called Two Degrees, why is there a bunch of fire on the cover? <laughs> because if we if the planet warms ah, two okay. degrees, then the whole thing may be on fire. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I actually saw Alan Gratz several years ago. Pasadena ISD used to have a twin, Tweens Read book festival in the fall. And I saw him there at, at one of those before COVID came and they stopped having them and was really impressed with him. And I've read several of his books and they are all just terrific. And is this a recent publication by him? Yes, it is. It just came out this year. Oh. So. so we know generally what it's about. <laughs> Two degrees. <laughs> but what is the plot a little bit? And also, why did you choose it for book club? Okay. As a former educator who taught for and was a school librarian for 34 years, I am always interested in educating kids as well as having them entertained by books. And I think that the climate changes are so obvious now that we really, everybody needs to to know about that and, and to understand what we can do to keep the worst from happening. Yeah. So that's that was why I, ch- I chose it. Mm-hmm. And plus that I liked him and, and read the book, of course. It's a powerful read. There's so much truth at the core, but it's told in a way that is scary because the truth that we're facing is scary. So fire, ice, flood, three of the climate disasters that the four kids in the book. And it's really unique, and he does this in quite a few of his books. He'll have different characters, and they each speak at a different time. Mm-hmm. So you, you'll be reading along the the first kid in here gets involved in California where they're having wildfires and the great trees, you know, are there and they're burning and she's in a lot of trouble. And so you read about the beginning of that and then it switches to a girl in Florida who is going through a terrible hurricane and what is happening with her. And then the third one is two boys that live in Canada where the ice is melting and the polar bears are looking for ways to to survive. And so they're making some danger out there for people. Mm-hmm. So, but you keep going back and forth. <laughs> At times, I I was ready to to read, and then okay, go ahead to what was next, so that I could keep up with it. Mm-hmm. But it really is, I think, more impactful to do it that way because you just can't wait to get back to see what <laughs> happens next. And there's other things in in the way. So this it feels kind of like a thriller almost. Like would you would you classify it as that? It absolutely okay. is. Yeah, but one that's you know can be fairly accurate so mm-hmm. yeah are are there elements of hope in the story or does it just feel very like <laughs> environmentally doom and gloom well actually i made a note about that it <laughs> um, says <laughs> along with acknowledging in his afterward that the specific incidents portrayed are fictional but are inspired by actual events happening around the world not just in north america 
the author pulls his characters, de- dedicated climate activists, all in the wake of their narrow escape from death, and they gather together to deliver speeches at an international climate rally at the end. Okay. So, yeah. So they, does it kind of feel like the I Survived book series that was so popular? Probably, but those were really more fictional, I think, right. than, mm-hmm. than what this is. But yeah. And he also finished in his author's note, your future, it's up to you to decide what you want that future world to look like and what you can do to make it happen. So did this feel like, I know he said it's based on things that have actually happened. Did it feel like something that could be happening now or does it feel like 15 years from now, like what it might look like? Uh, Oh, I think it absolutely could be happening now. I wasn't sure if he had continued the thought a little further because I know, you know, it's not better storms <laughs> 15 right. years from now. But yeah, saying that he based it off of things that he read about, I think is is good. Because a lot of times people like to carry the climate story like further where they're like, the whole world is on fire. No. And it's nice to have someone be like, it doesn't even need to be that bad to be bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's already that's bad. absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and you actually realize that as you read it, that yeah... Because they're having wildfires in California mm-hmm. along with floods and everything else. And, yeah. and it's not just the U.S. It's the whole world mm-hmm. that is experiencing those kinds of things. And, and I, I'm not sure that, you know, I have tweens, which is the older kids. I probably wouldn't read this to a first grader. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they, that's at the age when they really start paying attention to the world around them and what their place in it is going to be. Mm-hmm. So. So I don't want you to spoil too much of it, but since you are featuring this for your tween book club, tell me one of the questions you're going to ask the kids. Well, I have them in the other room. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's all right. I didn't bring those. But I think I would start out by an open question about what is climate change and what does it mean to you Mm -hmm. to see what perspective they have at this point. And have you read anything in your book club about climate change before or is this a new subject that they're going to be going over? I think it's going to be pretty new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there haven't been a lot of books written yeah. for their age group that really affect that. So Yeah, definitely not ones that you would want to read for a book club. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you've got both the Beginner Book Club, which is kind of your early tween age, which is six to eight, I think. And yes. you've got tween, which is nine to 11. Nine, yeah. Tell me how you pick books for those two book clubs. Well, I was a first grade teacher for 11 years, so I'm pretty good at doing the, <laughs> the ones for beginners. And those I just look for big print and not a really complicated story, but something that they can relate to. Mm-hmm. And for the tweens, it's just a matter of, you know, I'll, I'll go to the new bookshelf. That's how I found the the Harry Potter Christmas book, because I, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was out. But yeah, I go to the new bookshelf and see what's what's being written for that age group and what might be appealing. And do you th- you said the beginner book club is a little easier. Do you think the tween book club is a little harder to choose from for the age range? No, not I think it's harder to choose from because there are so many options out there. Yes, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I think that's one thing is a lot of writers are writing for that age group mm-hmm. now, which probably didn't always. Yeah. And I I always feel like that's perfect age range where you start getting all of the variety in fiction. Um, Before that, you have very similar stories because, again, it's what kids can relate to. Mm -hmm. And then you get a little older and you start having these very niche books, which can almost make it harder to choose because who knows? (laughs) Well, it helps, too, that we have themes, you know, throughout the year. Yeah. And and so 
you know, I don't know that climate warming has been a theme necessarily, <laughs> but it's in the news. I try to pick things that, you know, they might have heard about mm-hmm. out there and, and not really know much about. So. That makes sense. Yeah. So does the author, I know the main purpose of this is to be a vehicle for the story, but does the author kind of throw in some recommendations about what kids that age can do? Well, yeah, because the, the protagonists in the story for the, the from the three different areas are of that age group. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it shows what they are doing themselves to, to counteract what they're going through. So, yeah. yeah. Well, since we are regularly on the radar for hurricanes, what did the girl in Florida end up having to do? Well, she actually was staying with her grandmother, I believe, and stepped out of the house and was washed far away from where she was supposed to be and went through several experiences of thinking she was safe and then another area of the hurricane would hit. And yeah, so it was quite, I think that was the most authentic for me because I've been through <laughs> hurricanes before. But yeah, it, it, his, he does an incredible research, mm-hmm. Alan Gratz. The first book that we did for him for book club was called Ban This Book. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. So he, he's very good at kind of sensing what's going on out there and mm-hmm. then writing about it in a way that's that's really... You can't put his books down. They're ju- They're just amazing. And... I know you said you've gone through hurricanes before. I'm not sure about fires or polar bear attacks. Um, <laughs> is there anything in the book that seems scarier than a hurricane? Or does that one stand out to you because you've experienced what it's like? I, I think the wildfire in California was even scarier. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was really interesting because in it, she had and her dad had been out riding in the horses in that area because that's mm-hmm. where they lived and they the horse got away because of the fire and she found the horse later on in someone's swimming pool oh my the goodness. horse had sense enough to know of what was going on there were several things that the horses did and they followed the instinct of the horse rather than you know what they naturally would have done and mm-hmm. it worked out to their advantage so oh yeah gosh. that was quite compelling yeah <laughs> And what about the ice storm? Do we have a lot of like ice related stuff or is it mostly about the polar bears? Because that seems honestly like more sad than scary. Well, the two boys in that, one of them does tourists, tourists come up to see the polar bears. And so Mm -hmm. he's part Mm -hmm. of that family that goes out and does that. And so he's very well aware. And he he talks to the to the people, you know, this is what you you want don't want to do if you want to be safe from the polar bears. And then he winds up forgetting one of those things, and the polar bear is after him. Oh, no. (laughs) So a lot of adventure. (laughs) Yes, it definitely sounds action-packed. Yes, for sure. So tell me about some of the other books that you visited through Tween Book Club, maybe some of the topics or, you know, some of the highlights. Any that they particularly liked, too. Any that they particularly liked? Mm -hmm. It's funny, none of them have ever complained about any of them. Of course, that may mean that they didn't actually read it before they came <laughs> to book club. I don't know. But I'll ask them every once in a while, you know, well, what do you rate this on a scale of 1 to 10? And it's usually pretty much in the 8 to 10. Okay. I think know. that just means you're good at choosing books. <laughs> <laughs> They're just open to whatever. <laughs> well, it's funny because I don't read much adult fiction anymore, but I really do enjoy reading books for this age group because mm-hmm. I think there's a, just a lot out there that, that is good that they may not necessarily notice or, or pick out for themselves. So, Did you have anything else you wanted to share about the book? I, I don't think so. Let me see. 
I did, it did sometimes read like a nonfiction book, mm-hmm. pushing the points home, but that actually added to the narrative rather than, you know, being a negative. Yeah, made yeah. it seem more realistic and yes. grounded as yes. opposed to... Right. Yeah. Because he definitely had a good. purpose in writing it, so... Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. It's very clear in what, what its message is, <laughs> just from the front cover. You can tell by the title. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. To me, I think fi- fires are much scarier than hurricanes, but that's that because sense. I've never... <laughs> well, and we get warning with hurricanes. So it's one thing we like to mm-hmm. tell people when they talk about natural disasters. Usually you have a pretty good idea. That a little bit forming. of an idea, yeah. Well, and those those fires out there can start over anything. You know, several of them have started because people were doing baby reveals. Yeah. You oh, know, no. Which, yeah. At and least and like fireworks Fireworks or that was blue or pink, depending on the baby, and it would start a fire. So, yeah, yeah it's it's crazy what people do. All right. Well, that's all the questions yeah. I can think of. I hope they like it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye. Bye.